On today's episode of Instant Noodles, a podcast where I talk to individuals in their 20s about ideas such as identity, work culture, relationships, and life in general, I have with me Nivedita. Someone who takes great pleasure in the simple things of life, this young mother talks to me about finding companionship and her journey navigating the matrimonial quagmire. We also talk about finding love in 2022, the state of our socio-political landscape, the importance of work-life balance, and how she got introduced to the world of feminism. I am your host, Meher Zariwala. Hi, Nivedita. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Meher. Uh, thank you for spending time with me and I'm really looking forward to uh, spending this time with you and listening to your story. So let's start with the first thought. Um, how do you like to have your instant noodles? Oh, you know, when I think of instant noodles, like the first thing that comes is like this voice in my head which says, no, 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 don't eat it, don't eat it, it's not good for you. That's my mom's voice. <laughs> so a large part of my life, I've actually like stayed away from it. So I like it, however it is, mm. yeah, because it's been so denied. Okay, so tell me, Nivedita, um, oh, just the last couple of years, I know right now you're living in Coimbatore, but, uh, and that's because you moved because of the whole, uh, the pandemic, you moved back home, you grew up in, in Coimbatore, but um, if I had to tell you, like, over the last, say, seven, eight years, uh, you know, any sort of thoughts or ideas or phases or even events that really, you know, come to mind, um, and you'd like to share so like when I look at my life right in the past eight years or ten years I see it in terms of the places I've lived in so I was uh, born in Palakkad then briefly for a year I was in Delhi so my parents tell me that they took me to Taj Mahal and all but there are no photos I haven't been given so okay. and then, yeah so after that then we came to Chennai uh, I, I think like that was like 15 to 16 years in Chennai. Schooling was completely there. That was a phase of my life. Then college, for college, I came to Coimbatore. So, which was like four years here. Then like briefly for four months in Trivandrum. And then like to Bangalore. So I think till the pandemic for up to like five years or so, I was in Bangalore. Okay. And so so what really took you to, to Trivandrum and, and to Bangalore? So, uh, Trivandrum and Bangalore, it was work. Uh, so, uh, actually, like, Bangalore was the first place that I had stayed all by myself, away from family and everything. You know, that real taste of independence, also the responsibilities that come with it. And, and it, it was also, like, a phase I enjoyed so much, especially because of the people around me, like, who helped me, you know, gel and introduced me to so many things there. So how was it? Uh, I mean, of course, the independence comes with responsibilities, like you said, and it was your first time like living away from your home, right? Uh, how was that entire experience? Initially, I was sad, like crying, missing my mom and all that. But 
it like it, it sort of like quickly uh, grew on me I, i got adjusted to it it's like you know the whole day everything in your day you need to plan like what you're going to eat or how how you're going to keep things everything these are small things but then having had somebody do this for like you know so many years and suddenly breaking away from it yeah I, I, and that's when i i really like you know realize the importance of life skills we spend so much time learning science math social science everything but the even the basic things right so it was like i was learning from scratch like from how much to boil water to or how to keep things fine and all that so yeah like my perspective on education changed a lot <laughs> <laughs> right right um especially when you have to start taking care of yourself right the skills that you yes, need exactly. are like completely like different exactly um, uh so i know like different cities and then of course uh, living on your own uh anything else uh, that comes to mind that's happened over the last couple of years especially during the pandemic so uh, the living by myself like i took it to the next level by just taking an apartment for myself and just me on moving it with anyone uh so that was a huge step i think that was like the biggest thing i have done so far because everybody was against it my parents were against it like uh, some of my friends were very supportive like but still you know like you can see that people looking at you like are you crazy and that too i'm person like who cannot sleep alone at night yeah and i was also like going through like uh, you know a difficult phase personally and at the verge of all that i decided to move into a place on my own and i am so glad i did it like that just made me like i didn't realize it in that one year but now i see how how much of self reliant i've become not just you know physically and hands on but emotionally like i feel like even if i don't went out to people or even i can still manage i am able to pick up and move because i i think that was the hardest phase of my life at that time uh, not just because of the house but just uh, you know personally so yeah so uh, anything else of uh, the last decade oh oh yes of course how could i not mention this i got married and uh, uh, i had a baby recently like last november yeah uh, you know see the thought process right like that stands out as a huge event but this seems like normal cuz i always knew that this is what i wanted to do like by this age i knew i wanted to get married and i knew i would i don't know how who and all but i knew i wanted to get married and i wanted to have at least one child right um so i know i know you just had your baby but um like you said that you were very clear that you wanted to find a partner and get married um how was that entire journey been finding the person and then get married getting married to them uh that that was a really long journey <laughs> like it started right from school um you, you know like you know that that kind of girl who's like always dreaming of uh, 
fairy tale romance and then you know finding her own partner this nice life and all that is me i wouldn't watch a movie or read a book if it didn't have a you know love story in it i was like that and the happy ending uh, yes yes definitely no 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 sad endings at all uh because of that and i i did not like being single at all no matter what people said i was like no i do not like that phase so so i did like go through multiple relationships it was i, I think towards the, around 25 uh, you know around that time i was just like oh like it was almost like a frustration um why is nothing working out what do i do what do i do like how and uh, parallelly the arranged marriage process was going on because my parents they are very much uh, you know into that kind of a process like most people in my family have done it that way and uh, so so my profile was up on a matrimonial side i think it was up for like around two and a half years so that was happening parallelly and here i was trying to find somebody on my own both the places nothing was working out and i was like on the verge of giving up i i think it was uh, the beginning uh, yeah when the pandemic started few months into the pandemic so you were um, keen that you know you find a partner and get married to uh, him uh, but was going through the arranged marriage process not your first choice did you want to find it more organically yes yes so i had a severe bias against arranged marriages like why who even does it like you know are you cool if you do it that way uh yeah i i i thought like you would be happy only if you find somebody but on your own you meet someone you spend time with them but i i was like so <laughs> wrong cuz at least you know in the arranged marriage process like one thing is guaranteed that both of you want the same thing that both of you want to get married both of you are looking for a long term commitment at least that thing is guaranteed the other things yeah you need to talk find out that that you need to decide how long you want to talk before you actually get married and all those things are there but that is guaranteed but when you are doing it right uh, on your own maybe like even through dating apps or just meeting people this I, i've seen a lot even in my life and uh, in my friends that uh, you know like maybe one person wants that long term commitment but the other person doesn't want it sometimes when one person wants that and the other person doesn't want or the timing stone match so many so much of the relationship part it gets going and deciding what to do about that so so how did it eventually really happen uh, you know the whole finding it finding the partner yourself versus the arranged marriage route so how did that whole thing pan out eventually uh, so until a certain time i was taking both parallelly with arranged marriage part like you know less serious not really into it, just doing it for the sake of my parents uh, but then over time i realized that i if i really want to get married i i have to take things more seriously and i need to be more clear with what i want see we hear so many stories about you know how people just met in a bookshop they were holding the same book and months later they got married 
and you know stories like that and so every time you're traveling maybe bus flight or train you're just looking around like okay it's my it's my soulmate anywhere here so yes like so filled up with that kind of ideas right so you tend to approach all this in very abstract and mystical ways but then i realized that no it's it's not working out it works out for people but if you feel like lost or helpless that you know you feel like you have no control over this process so that's what i thought okay no i really have to take things at my hand and then i started thinking okay i, I you know like what are the things that really matter to me like there are you know negotiable things non negotiable things like i realized that okay uh, our tastes and preferences maybe music food all that does not matter to me at all but uh, certain things that okay what is that person's perspective on life how do they approach things in life what is their perspective on money career uh, gender roles so all these were very important to me so then i started taking control of the conversations like and then i met my husband jitin like i think i met him at that phase where i was like okay i've completely given up on this this is not working out probably i'll go study and hope you know meet i'll meet someone in college or something like that and then it was at that phase so i i found his profile interesting it was different from the usual and uh, i think our first conversation we just like spoke for four hours and and then it turned out that he's from my college just a year senior and he stays like i think around 5 kilometers from my house in coimbatore and even in bangalore our offices were just like 2 kilometers apart so it is like just oh my god wow and and, and the similarities don't end there like so many things like you know the number of past relationships that we've had to our perspective like like both of us were like almost you know in the same stage where okay we have we've we've had similar ideas we've explored as much as we wanted to and now we just really want to be in a relationship with minimal effort right so um so it may not have fit all the romantic novels and stories no not at all <laughs> uh, but uh, when it eventually happened it happened a lot more practically is what you're saying exactly exactly and and also that's because that's what we wanted i don't think everybody would want something like this the key is to understand what you want i i think the biggest thing in this process is to know yourself what you know you can tolerate what you you really need that's very important so so by your own confession you know finding a partner and uh, the desire for that romantic story was something that was there inside you from when you were very young right um but you know the popular culture uh, in the whole teen community or even in people in their 20s are all these memes about how they've been pressurized to get married or they've been uh, asked that question over and over again and how they find it very frustrating so the general narrative is also that young people 
want to find themselves or like their independence and marriage is not something that they're really wanting or or are forced to think about but your choice was quite the opposite of that right so did that make, how did that make you feel really i i did feel weird a lot like you, you know even like people around me like nobody was just openly saying that i want to you know, want to get married i really want to get married that's what i want to do so yeah I, i did feel maybe i'm just you know focusing too much on something i should have done other things but then no matter how much i tried it was it would always come here uh, fortunately for me my education and career it, it went on fine uh along the sides like i didn't have to really like struggle so much there so it it worked out for me but then now uh, at, at this point i see a lot of people actually they do want to get married like from my circle now like even they feel like uh, so with them uh, they no longer associate uh, marriage with you know loss of independence or anything they look at marriage more as something stable something you know grounded like gives you that comfort and for that they they are looking forward to it right. and they are hoping to find someone and so maybe a lot of people are wanting it but it's not popular to say that enough yeah exactly exactly it's definitely not <laughs> because it provides a kind of stability and foundation to everything else that you're doing if you find the right partner also yeah. Yes. So um tell me in, in 2022 uh with so much of technology with um, so much of information that we can uh, get about other people um uh, is finding love still difficult there are a lot of distractions so <laughs> maybe finding love is not difficult but staying in love i think is Mm. it's not as easy or natural as before like right. you you have access to a lot of things a lot of people and right? and you constantly moving traveling meeting new people spending time together so yeah the distractions are more <laughs> <laughs> okay so tell me um in this entire you know decade or so who are also like significant people if, and and how have they really shaped your world view so far okay so i think the first person who comes to my mind is my mom uh since we have lived in you know multiple places like even in chennai like i think we've moved around four to five houses like completely different neighborhoods so we have like started from scratch so many times in terms of uh getting used to the neighborhood and all that so my mom she has this amazing quality where she'll just go and make friends with like people just give her i don't know a few hours and she'll know what's happening and <laughs> you know she'll come with friends and and the medium through which she does it is most often food so during festivals like i think uh, chennai it's a very uh, cosmopolitan place right so for every festival there is like there'll be some sort of food associated with it coming from our neighbors 
and it's the same like you know okay neighbor somebody they made vada today for no reason and they give us up so uh, you know that's that sort of uh, uh, community i realize now how special it is especially now with my daughter growing up i feel like you know i want her to have what i had because of my mom like uh, when um, I, i think du- uh, during my delivery she made my mom made friends with uh, almost all the mothers in the floor and uh, by the third day people were bringing me dates and all dates and sweets to eat that was so nice it felt so special like so that is one thing which i will always remember that you know wherever i go be in touch with your neighbors and another person like who's had a significant impact on the way i think is my close friend vidhi uh, so i met her uh, uh, when i was in office we were roommates i think for a year so uh, my ideas on feminism were not really formed uh, rather like uh, i didn't have much of an idea on this i was just still a spectator sort of okay what is happening what maybe because there were like lot of girls in my family and my parents did not really treat me differently they but I, i didn't feel like i was maybe i didn't realize it i didn't know how to identify it but i didn't uh, feel any evident bias for me but then uh, through my interactions with her like she made me realize so many things Th- that has like you know had a considerable effect on me i i remember us having this conversation uh so there was this uh, shabrimala issue going on where um, uh there were protests regarding like how women wanted to enter the uh, temple and so i was of the opinion that why i mean for generations men have been going there we have our own things we will do that why should we also do that uh and then uh she explained it to me like how so many things in history would have been like this right uh where women might not have been part of it and they might have been told that it's not required you have your things but then they would have fought for it and that's why we are able to do so many things now when it started it might look oh okay not necessary but see that's how change happens and like that that I, you know that that conversation is like imprinted in my head that she she was a big influence and then right now uh, my husband he just wants to do stuff and he does it you know that yeah like he kind of shows me how if you know this is the kind of life you want you can get it right by working towards it i'm always like worried about what will happen or all that but uh, he shows me how you can do things and and that was not much effort right like you don't have to struggle just work around it and all that okay yeah. these are three interesting people and how they shaped your thoughts yeah okay so so tell me um what's great about you know being in your 20s in in this time like in the year 2022 uh, and what's not so good about you know being a young person also so the great part about being a young person here is definitely the opportunities you can you can do so many things 
maybe i'm coming i'm t- saying this from a point of privilege but but still i feel like yeah, at least in the circle that i see how i see it the opportunities are huge the exposure is huge even like your the, the ways in which you can express yourself they are also so many so that that way it's really exciting now the bad thing or difficult part of being a young person now is the isolation uh somehow we are becoming more and more isolated we are i, I mean we are connected through technology and everything but again right like since we do not want to conform or you know we want our independence but that also comes with the cost of you know feeling that little bit of isolation i feel like a lot of people in my age group are feeling that that you know they at one point they just wanted to break away explore and everything and they were so happy but then now they feel like okay where is my community where are my people yeah right so the tough part is um finding the balance between being independent but finding the people who you can share that independence <laughs> exactly with, right? exactly yeah yeah that's an interesting thought um so what does nivedita do for herself i know i'm sure your your baby takes a lot of your time uh in the last couple of months but in general you know as a as a person in their 20s what, what do you do just for yourself you know to keep your soul happy okay so i do uh, art writing reading and all that but actually come to think of it i feel like everything i do i do it like okay is it making me happy how will this make me happy with that view it's very hard for me to do something which which is purely for someone else something which i'm not convinced that is not going to make me feel good uh, yeah which it also annoys my family a lot <laughs> but yeah I, i feel like i do try to find happiness in everything in fact this morning i was sweeping the house and i was taking great pleasure in it i felt so good doing it so yeah okay. everything right so just happiness in the little things yes, but they yes. should be your things yes exactly if somebody else had come and told me hey come and sweep the house i don't know if i would have done it with the same satisfaction <laughs> okay so um uh shifting tracks a little bit i know you spoke about feminism and how those thoughts got triggered into your mind uh, through vidhi uh but how do you view the whole socio political climate uh, you know in our country and uh do you reflect on it do you have conversations about it with uh, peers or other people i'm glad you asked this this, this is something i think of every day actually the main person with whom the, this kind of conversations happen is my dad so he is very actively invested in what is happening and like there's always news channels running around so he's giving his opinions and all that uh the social aspect of it i'm actually confused like i feel like in certain ways we are progressing like you know we've we've made great strides when it comes to um sexuality or even gender roles things like that but there are also things where we are not 
maybe still not going uh, getting there now coming to the political aspect of it there i am extremely worried that we don't have a strong national opposition because for a healthy democracy we definitely need that irrespective of how great or what whatever the current government is claiming not that i i i, I support them completely but still a national opposition is definitely needed and so i feel like we can already start seeing it right the confidence that there is there's not going to be any uh, you know drastic force which is going to affect them you you, you could see the confidence in the uh, you know government because they know that there is not going to be a strong opposition the kind of things that they do and another thing is uh, a lot of people think that just because we are part of the majority or we are part of the group which kind of in line with ideology of our current government you know things will be all fine for us but i, I really don't believe that if this is their way of doing things right definitely you can see that they are not such liberal thinkers and i am very worried if the progress that we have made socially we will have to go back uh and when it comes to religion having religion as your propaganda or your ideology the problem with it is there can be so many interpretations so there is an interpretation in my religion which says that women have to take care of the house men have to go out and find that is women's duty this is the man's duty but this was an interpretation right so the geeta says do your duty like do your duty with you know that more satisfaction uh, the reward will come or don't expect the reward for it but what is your duty who decides what my duty is right so the interpretation varies and what interpretation is the government going to choose is this party going to choose and are they going to impose this on us so that is something we should all think about and it's really sad to see educated people you know people from my age group just you know blindly believing everything they say they, they also package mm. it so well but but still you know not looking at them with suspicion that's just i i'm really worried about it and and do you and your dad uh, debate or discourse about politics together no i will not get into a debate with my dad i like to listen to him i ask him questions so that i can hear his views on it mm-hmm. because he he was an active uh, worker um during his 20s so he has that perspective of how things have evolved from that time till now and 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 this sort of uh, relationship of listening to his political views or ideologies are you using that to develop uh, your own initially i was but now i i am starting to sense a bias in his as well so i am like trying to gather multiple perspectives as much as possible okay but i'm i'm glad to hear you at least engage with it in in your own way and uh reflect and think about it because i think young or old we need to not cut ourselves away from that kind of thinking 
so um now going towards you know uh, work work culture and, and the work you've been doing i know you work uh, in the tech space so maybe you can start off by telling what you do and then maybe uh, share any thoughts you have about uh, how has it been to work uh, alongside say people who are older to you and uh, what should we be knowing more about young people who we are working alongside um so i work in ai i'm an ai engineer i've been an ai engineer for the last 6 years so i build design machine learning algorithms analyze data come up with solutions build them it's not like a fixed role as such but like do a lot of uh, development under it work is something i really enjoy irrespective of all the stress and annoyances that come with it uh, i had my 6 months of maternity leave and actually that's when i realized how much i need work you know to keep me mentally stable because uh, the work that i do right it, it's it's like usually there's a lot of maths and a lot of reading through research papers and all it's a very grounding process it's it's a very emotionless process so sometimes when you're in your peak of your emotions having something like that really stabilizes you so i i really like doing that and uh, on your question on what uh, you know other people need to know about us young people right work in the workforce one thing i feel is the concept of work life balance now there is this kind of attitude among a certain group of people that uh, you, you know you should feel privileged right that you're getting this opportunity that you're getting this kind of work that you should be thankful for it and you should give all of yourself to it in respect of your time mental energy and everything that but we don't think like that we don't want that sort of a system when i started working i was like that but now with my baby though i do enjoy work a lot i feel like my time belongs to her as well and and it's not just because i have a baby like we need to give our time towards our health towards our parents towards our interests there are so many things to which our time is required and when that concept of work life balance is not there this becomes very difficult and especially when it comes to gender roles in the family this is very very important it can't be like oh just because i have a kid and i am a young mom i should be let go at 6 no everybody should be let go at 6 only then we can manage things you know at work and and 6 i mean just like an example it's all flexi asked so only when we have that sort of space right both of us me and my husband can take equal amount of work both at home and give our time to things so so i feel like that is something the people should consider it's not a privilege for us we feel it's our right to have a good work life balance mm. um so nivedita in your opinion what misconceptions does the world have you know of of young people like what are you maybe being judged harshly for i feel that a uh, lot of people think that we are very overconfident uh, but that's not true that that's not true at all a lot of us feel a sort of imposter syndrome especially the more number of fears you have at work 
more you grow the, the feeling just gets stronger and also there are a lot of things that we are unlearning and relearning be it at how to deal with situations at work because back then probably it was an authoritative structure but right now it's more flat people don't want you to just conform and listen they respect you if you are able to you know raise your voice and say something or oppose but somehow the kind of conditioning that we got when we were growing up was in that so like that there are uh, even when it comes to like raising my daughter i know that there are uh, there are quite a few things which i definitely need to do differently so we are going through this process and i feel like we are being judged as you know being arrogant or dismissing everything that they are saying but it's really because we have seen how we need to change and we are just trying to make things work for us yeah and also i feel like uh, people think that we have very bad eating habits but no. so sometimes i feel like we choose healthier options okay so um i know you spoke like about uh, your mom being like a big influence in your life also your dad and and his engagement with politics and how that influences you but um what do you feel should people who are not in their 20s be talking a lot more or sharing a lot more with young people um i feel they should talk about their experiences openly so that you know we can see how they have handled situations yes they do say about like how much they struggled how much how much hardships they had to go through and all that yes not i'm not dismissing that but still about their emotions so that you know we can validate us sometimes we feel like am i the only one feeling like this like especially uh, immediately after my delivery i remember feeling so many things and i i don't know like i didn't know if it was only me if there were other people yeah yes there, there is a good thing about speaking to our peers but it's even more reassuring when we hear it from older people like how they have navigated life and how your mom felt after she gave birth to you like what yes. was her emotional space was she in to share more about it other than saying i was tough and i just <laughs> went ahead and did it um, yes yes absolutely so okay. yeah and adults should be talking more about their emotions yes. tough to get them in that space i suppose <laughs> yes yes definitely um So now looking ahead, what what's Nivedita looking forward to in the coming years? What are you excited about? Oh, this is a tough question. Because actually, I'm more worried than excited about the things. Um, like at from my work front, I feel like changes are happening too fast. I'm worried if I'll be able to keep up. And then from the you know socio political aspect. i'm like increasingly getting worried about how things will turn out especially with the war in ukraine so i read this book called pachinko a few months before my wedding and that book just it, it just like completely changed my perspective on so many things like how if uh, there's a war and if you are in the losing side no matter how much money you have whatever you have 
nothing is going to help you you are going to struggle that just sort of had such a deep impact on me so i i i, I every small thing you know any small unrest or uh, riots or things like that you will be helpless right so that really worries me a lot especially now that i have a daughter i am like i, I am worried if she will have you know the same cushy comfortable sort of life that i had going forward yeah hmm. i should be more optimistic okay so that so to so segueing into my last question then uh what have you been sort of like listening to or watching or reading what's what's your interest i listen to the instant noodles podcast <laughs> thank you <laughs> yes and uh, watching uh i'm watching modern family that's my favorite series i think i've already watched it once but i i will i i imagine myself watching it when i'm in my 60s too so i i love it <laughs> reading um uh so uh westland uh when westland was shutting down right so i bought a lot of books the one i'm currently reading is uh, this book called my husband and other animals this is by janaki lenin and uh, she had written columns in the hindu i, I used to read it I look forward to it this in a disciplined way i used to read it every saturday now i'm reading it in a book i'm like really enjoying it right and also thinks about my baby googling what should she be doing at 6 months what should she a, a lot of literature is surrounding that <laughs> and there is just so much stuff available right what should they be yes. eating what should they exactly. be doing exactly yes and contradicting information so right okay great thank you so much nivedita for your candidness and uh, for your fun anecdotes i am so looking forward to um how the next few years uh, what you're going to be doing the time with your baby the the time that you're also uh, going to be spending with the partner that you have found so um, all the best wishing you all the luck Thank you so much my head thank you so much this felt really special you know uh, calling me into the podcast and asking about my experiences yeah, it felt really special thank you so much i really enjoyed it great to have you spend time listening to this episode we'll be back in a fortnight with the next one